Good morning. It is the 10th of April 2021. It's nine o'clock in the morning and um, I am just sat in the quiet, although a mower, a lawnmower has gone on in the background and um, I was just going to soak in some peace and quiet and talk about this while my kids were still asleep, except I imagine that they're going to wake up now. And um, I've just, I've watered all the plants and I've sat down and I've just looked out the window and the cat, who normally when I come in and make a coffee in the morning, um, will come back to bed with me for 10 minutes and um, sit on the end of the bed and fall asleep. Except this morning he, he wasn't there and I wondered what was going on and I'm just watching him stroll up the driveway like he's had a heavy night. <laughs> so I don't imagine um, we'll see much of him today. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, I wanted to just have a chat about um, energy, and I have spoken about this before, um, though this morning in particular, um, I, I, had a, I had an urge to discuss it. Um, oh, it's gone off now. Oh, it's quiet now. Yeah, so I had an urge to just pop on and have a, have a quick chat about um, the the topic of energy and certain certain things that, um, actually I wanted to talk about um, quantum healing but in order to have that I'm going to break this down into various segments of discussion so the first part I think you need to have a bit of a background understanding before you can really understand quantum healing so I'm going to go and explain that first and this morning while I was making my coffee the words microcosm an ethereal popped into my head you know um i i have a stretch while the while the kettle is boiling and um the early morning when i've not quite come around yet is when i get most of any messages or signs that come through to me and these two words popped into my head and um yeah i wondered why anyway um one of the things as well is that april has got really it's got really fast energy um, this month. I am noticing this and I have been sort of flapping about wondering how to how to sort of navigate these energies and actually one of the most crucial things um, when you're working with fast energies is to know how to ground yourself and um, so yeah I, I kind of was thinking about that this morning when I was lying in bed thinking about the quantum healing and certain things were coming to me and it's definitely uh, yeah, that moment before, that moment when you first wake up of a morning, I don't know if any of you get this, but um, I've, I've noticed that it takes me a long time to come around and figure out my thoughts or even where the hell I am, you know, a lot of time. I, I can't remember what happened yesterday or, you know, what today is meant to look like. You know, you, you, I always set my intentions before I go to sleep. I kind of know what, you know, the general layout of the next day is going to look like. And um, yeah, you know, that, that grounding work and intention work is, is designed so that, I, so that I can be as grounded as possible and not flapping about all in a fluster. And I have to do that. But even still, I wake up in the morning and it does take me a while. There's, there's a lot sort of, a lot of emotions that come first thing as soon as my eyes open. And, and sadly, you know, I'm still, a lot of it is, is not panic, but um, just uh, an unfeeling, a feeling of unease a lot of the time until I realise, okay, no, I'm here, I'm grounded, I'm fine, and um, and all is good. 
and I have kind of figured out now that a lot of a lot of the work you know when I go to sleep at night um, I, I I think I kind of do a lot of stuff while I am asleep um, elsewhere that takes up a lot of energy so um, yeah I, I, I definitely know I need to go to bed early because I'm busy doing other things <laughs> while I am asleep because half the time I wake up and I'm just like geez did that even happen did I go to sleep you know and yeah you know I, I'm rested and um, all is good but yeah energetic wise it's a funny thing isn't it um, and uh, so one of the things that I wanted to sort of touch on was um, if you don't do that grounding work and what can happen if you are sort of flying around and your emotions get the better of you you see I um, I will pay for that later in terms of sort of high level anxiety and panic attacks and even physical pain if I don't do that ground and groundwork before I go to sleep and set my intentions every morning as I wake up and the other thing is you know aside from the grounding it also helps you to set boundaries around your personal space and to identify whatever else is going on around you because it's not always just about your own energy field and your own personal space in order to strengthen your own energy field you have to have an intuitive ability to be able to see what is going on in the fields around you and therefore be able to protect your own space from anything that can invade you and bring you down so to speak so this can be if you're in any kind of form of toxic relationship <clears throat> this is a good one to think about because if you focus on your own inner self a little every night and every morning and you learn to harness your own energetic force then you can learn to better protect yourself from negative energies coming towards you um, so in the dimensional reality that we have throughout all of our lifetimes been so used to identifying with um, language and physical action are the two main forces that we use to communicate with others we always have but once you learn to go deeper within yourself and learn to harness and manage your own energy fields within you you can set boundaries from negative forces through mental energetic intentions and over time you could be sat in a room and merely focus your energy of not wanting a person to come near you and your energy can then be so cultivated and so strong that they'll end up just simply walking away without you needing to say a single word and they won't know why and you'll have protected yourself so it's very very important to do that grounding work to do the reflective inner work it prevents any form of trauma from past life trauma to the trauma in the now and it will strengthen every single aspect of your life around you um, and you know once you start moving into a different energetic field and and your energy strengthens you know we all end up kind of changing our vibration and moving into you know on different wavelengths and um so this is something that is happening in my life right now i've done so much of my own internal sort of introspective work that i kind of i'm feeling like i'm kind of as existing on a different energy plane and i'm very far away from a lot of my friends and relatives and um, I mean I started doing this work some two and a half years ago with intent consciously and a lot of people and they've dropped away from me or I've dropped away from them and it's not because I don't love them or that they don't love me but it's because we don't we're both sort of we're all sort of working in a different attunement 
a different frequency from one another and it's almost like I can't hear them or they can't hear me anymore. It's a really tough and strange pill to swallow because you want to reach out and share experiences and conversations and love and laughs and all the rest. But yeah, for many years, um, it, it, I don't know, all the different timelines, I guess. And at the moment, if anyone's really sort of tuning into what's happening um, energetically, I guess you'll you'll know that um, for good reason, the universe is the only one that can really understand we are being pulled apart and separated. And uh, my view on this is that everyone's journey of discovery must be done alone. Um, you can influence people to a degree and you can share your information and your insights, um, but ultimately you must find your own inner calling and truth. And right now on this timeline, everyone's version of truth and experience is so incredibly different. Um, and for many, they, they won't want to open up and share their thoughts or feelings out of fear. They'd just rather... And, you know, they, they don't want to be cast out or shunned by others, so they can form and go along with the main narrative that the general timeline seems to be on and just kind of do as they're told and not ask too many questions. And then for others, they can't even see that anything's changed and they're so fast asleep, so in, they don't question anything. Um, and then there's another, another group altogether that's level of authenticity. It just is growing stronger and stronger because they can see the bigger picture and whether they can see the future or how it unfolds or not, they know deep down that their version of the truth has no resonance with what is currently being played out in any external form. So they're existing in a timeline of higher frequency, but are sat waiting for everyone else to catch up, I guess. So my understanding is that this latter group are the ones that have taken the time out to do their inner work and focus on their own higher self and path forward and therefore they're more fine attuned to see what is happening in the real world around them the world around them not the real world because actually that's the wrong way of looking at things um, but they don't have to be tainted by anything low vibrational that keeps them trapped in a lower frequency anymore I guess Ah, uh, yeah, so I woke up um, with, sorry, just bear with me a second, the cat is just, um, <laughs> just a sec, oh, sorry, <laughs> he just wanted to have a cuddle, I think. Um, so yeah, an example, going back to that, that I can think of right now, and one of the main reasons that I'm wanting to share um, this info um, and it has nothing to do with anyone's opinions, so to speak, on what is happening with this COVID agenda or anything related to COVID directly that's being played out. Um, what I'm talking about is to do with a far bigger universal agenda that has to do with God source and planetary alignments and energies that understandably for, you know, for reasons to do with where we've been placed on a frequency level for millennia, um, we have existed on a specific wavelength that prohibits too much thought or information to penetrate or to be sent out from us when questioning our world and our earth planetary understandings and galactic understandings and what else is out there. Hello Lola, you okay cutie? Oh, my baby, she, um, she uh, stole some cottage pie 
last night, didn't you, cutie? So she's feeling a bit full and lazy today. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I only woke up to these very topics myself a few years ago. Um, and I remember when I was in my 20s, I was living in Barcelona and, uh, um, you know, Barcelona, it was very common back then to have an alcohol problem, <laughs> you know, to have alcohol for breakfast or smoke a cigarette in the bank with with the bank manager. And, you know, an early night was 3 a.m. And I remember having thoughts back then where I'd freak myself out, questioning the very questions of, you know, eternal reality, eternity. What does that even mean? There has to be a start and end to everything. So, you know, where's the end point? And what's after the end point? And after that? And after that? Oh my gosh, and it used to really freak me out. But when you look at this question in a really linear sense, through a third dimensional lens, of course you're going to, of course you're going to freak out because the answers don't exist in a third dimensional capacity and certainly not in a linear sense. Um, so going back to the words that popped in today, microcosm, you know, I, yeah, I had to kind of look up what that meant because I, I mean, I, I know what it means, but um, just to confirm and clarify uh, that it is the biological description of some tiny, some kind of tiny life force in a grander field of force. Um, and I kind of thought that that was, that was interesting. And uh, why that had popped into my mind this morning is uh, a funny thing. So when we think of ourselves as a species, we are miniature embodiments of the natural universe. And we're so tiny, you could actually dare to think for a second that our singular little lives could be irrelevant in the grand scheme of things. Wrong. <laughs> so wrong. Your little life is everything. And um, you are the, here for a very big reason. And once you start realising that you are energy and nothing more, and that the eternal universe is also energy and nothing more, then the game changes. And you... Um, you and your energy play the very part needed to rate to sort of raise up and move the game to the next level so to speak and um, yeah my kids are very into Minecraft and Star Wars so you know it's easy it's easier sometimes when we talk about stuff to kind of view it like a computer game if you like and um, we're all sims and we're all about to complete level three and four and move into level five uh, <laughs> and in order to do that some will die and be reset and some will be wanting to sort of move on but will be waiting on the sidelines reserving energies while sending light out to other players so that the ones that are fighting the hardest which in my opinion actually are the ones blinded to see what's actually going on and using up all their energies sort of keeping going and fighting and, and plodding along not really having a frigging clue what's happening and you see the ones on the sidelines, the light workers and the grid workers, so to speak, they're the ones working the energies the, ha the hardest in a way, but they're doing it with a different level of consciousness that's an aware level um, and they get why they're playing. So in a way, you might think that they're playing the hardest role and, you know, they might criticise the ones that are flapping around asking for help and light and food and energy, etc. But in actual fact because they're more aware of what's going on and they're aware that they need more rest and that they need to eat better and drink clean water and stay away from poisons and toxins and negative energies and 
you know, all the rest. Once you know, half the hard part's done. And yeah, you sit, you get to sit and get frustrated with having to hold up the ones that aren't quite getting it yet. But those ones out there that are quite frankly unaware and still living under the old way, sort of under lower frequency rulings by poor diets and lack of quality rest and alcohol, drugs, loose sex and all that, you know, they're, they're the ones fighting the hardest and they just don't know why yet because they can't see the universal picture. They only see the old picture that's sort of collapsing around them, but keeping with keeping them sort of within its framework, I guess. Anyway, once we realize that everything is energy and we learn to maintain a higher level of frequency, we all raise up to that next level. So right now, those light workers and energy grid workers are the ones that are standing on the level above everyone else with their arms out ready to reach and grab the ones that are sort of ready to jump up and join them on the next level, you know, and it's it's happening right now. And once we're all on that next level, and only when we're on that next level, can we kind of all look at each other and jump around and go, yippee, yay, we made it, and kiss and cuddle and catch up and say, God, I tried to call you, but you didn't answer, or, you know, oh, I thought about you so often, but where'd you go, <laughs> you know? Um, and yeah, you know, sadly, there'll be some that don't make it, and that's fine. Ooh. What's the matter, cutie? Did something bite you? Hey? No, dear. Um, where were we? Yeah, saying that some some of them, yeah, might might not make it. Um, but that is what we all signed up for, right? Like we we all agreed um, when we started this journey that. Gosh, sorry. Oh, bloody animals. Lola had something stuck on her bum. She went and sat on something that, that had, like, poked her. Um, anyway, yeah, um, we were saying... Um, oh, yes, about how some of us aren't going to make it. Um, and that is also fine. That's that's the, their destiny and what they agreed to when they signed their soul contract. Um, when they arrived here to play the game I guess and anyway right now I, I kind of think I'm on that level where the level of frequency I'm currently holding is that I can no longer try to wake people up or get frustrated or insulted or think badly of anyone that doesn't see things from my viewpoint because time is not linear and throughout the course of this journey we've all got our own goalposts to reach and our own limitations um oh Goodness me, these animals this morning. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're all going to have our own experiences and we're all going to experience our own aha moments um, according to our own means and our own level of consciousness. Right? So, you know, for anyone reading or listening to this that is not on the same frequency as me right now, you'll probably listen to this and think this chick has totally gone insane she's she's friggin mad and they you know they won't understand a word of this and that is completely understandable to me and and that is totally fine i get it um but let me explain it like this that throughout my lifetime and i'm 41 but until i reached 39 if you were to suggest to me going and watching star wars or anything sci-fi for that matter 
I would have just been like, no, that doesn't resonate with me in any way. I was a straight up <laughs> sex in the city girl. I loved a party, you know. Um, and having said that, I've always been kind of intrigued and in tuned with astrology and its workings, but nothing ever on a planetary level, you know, that that it just no I just wasn't sort of aware of anything that went on um above and beyond my sort of little bubble I guess you know um yeah like but then in an I don't know like in I think it was 2012 I had my own sort of personal awakening and I found a bit of a deeper space for holistic living natural living and all things all things natural which is where I'm working now and have done sort of since 2014 um but yeah around 2012 I had I had this slow breakthrough and so during the years between 2012 and 2018 I and the reason that I turned to nature was because I had I had struggled with chronic anxiety and widespread body pains and started to become more and more isolated from my friendship circles as my change in usual activities was becoming pointed out. Oh my gosh, oh, there's two horses. Please don't notice them. <laughs> okay, she's noticed them. Jeez, what's with the animals this morning? They're very on one. <laughs> my kids are still in bed, but the animals are all up and about and uh, in full swing. Um, yeah, so, you know, these changes between 2012 and 2018 for me, um, they, they were, it was a slow gradual change, but looking back on it now, actually perhaps not. Um, but yeah, I, th there, was, there was definite um, changes in certain things, such as, for instance, I could no longer take, tolerate alcohol I, in any means. Um, and this coming, you know, this coming from the party girl who was you know, always the last to bed. Um, literally, I can't even sniff a glass of wine now without feeling quite poorly. Um, and this was raising questions sort of in my friendship circles. They were like, I was becoming that boring friend or the weird one. Um, and, you know, on a one-to-one -one basis, it, it wouldn't really matter so much. You know, I, was, I, I could be your best friend and offer great advice and, you know, recognise your life and demonstrate sensitivity towards all of your, you know, life achievements and deep, meaningful support offered. And, uh, yeah, my friends, they're really grateful for that. But in a group scenario, there's way too much ego in a group. And I started to become that invisible person, I guess. Um, yeah, and at first I think it was really hurtful and I couldn't understand it and I took great offence, but now I see why and I'm okay with it because it's just part of the game and it's not a reflection on how others view me or how I need to view myself. It's a different frequency. So on that, the couple of times that I have clashed with a narcissistic friend, for instance, um, that has spoken bad about me or sniggered and laughed or, you know, um, I've found myself getting angry um, or, you know, judgment regarding their behaviour towards me um, has caused me to react. And now I just see that as a reflection on how they view themselves and they're simply projecting it onto me out of their own fear and insecurity. So while, I, while it's okay to acknowledge why they behave like that, I don't judge them anymore because I know it's simply just a projection um, and it's coming from a place of ego 
and the higher you sort of vibe and move away from ego, the, the two places don't exist together anymore, which is why a lot of people that don't do the inner work struggle to meet and match your frequency, I guess. Um, this is again why I think it's important to do your groundwork and go within um, because it protects your own energetic space um, in, in every, every respect, I guess. So anyway, yeah, um, in 2018, I think, is when it hit and I started to experience an even deeper level of anxiety. Um, and it wasn't fun. It was in shape of actual hallucinations and night terrors, and I wasn't sure what was happening at all to me. Um, and I think this is when I hit my lowest point. And it took me through from 2018 to April, April 2020, it was, yeah, to understand what these attacks really were. And in April 2020, I was guided by somebody that I don't really know very well, but who was a spiritual medium who explained to me that as energetic attacks from negative force fields, that, that that's what it was, you know. Um, it, it, was, um, it wasn't in my imagination or I wasn't hallucinating in the way that I thought that I was. It's, it was energy. Um, and in April, when this news of Corona started getting released, I had this sudden urge to disconnect myself from any of that narrative that was playing out. I couldn't explain, I didn't know what was going on. Um, uh, it just didn't feel right. So I, I asked my husband and I asked him to show me how to disable any news feeds from popping up on my homepage on my, on my laptop. And I was unaware that there was even a drop down that you could sort of select topics that you wanted to see you know there was like health and wellness architecture photography nature world news politics blah 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 you know so anyway I narrowed it down to three and I um I ticked nature astronomy and food and I would have loved to also include health and wellness given that that's my primary field of interest but you know the mainstream only allows its narrative and it was the one I was trying to avoid so um yeah but my husband said to me why the planets and solar system and I said I don't know it just makes me feel comfortable it just makes me feel less afraid because as shit as it is here there's got to be more going on out there that resonates with my vision no and it was kind of a blind faith that I didn't really understand but a year later um oh goodness me what now there's someone walking up the driveway bear with I will be back Oh gosh, sorry, someone um, coming to inquire about where my census application is. Mm. Okay, um, so yeah, what, what was I saying? I was talking about you know, why my husband had um, popped on about the, uh, wh why he thought, why he was wondering about my sudden interest with the planets and the solar system. And yeah, I, I just said to him, you know, I'm, uh, it just feels like home. Like, I've never had a connection with that part of me. Um, and I'm not really sure yet what it means. And I don't remember. But I know it exists. And so I was just going with it. It, it made me feel comfortable. Like, really grounding. And it's funny, like, how you can feel more grounded in such a larger space. But all of a sudden, what was happening here in this tiny external reality of planet Earth was... Yeah... That, that wasn't where I wanted to focus my energies. Um, 
anyway, I had, I had followed, I have followed an energy forecaster called Elizabeth Peru now for some years, and it's funny because um, <laughs> all that she'd spoken about previously, I had acknowledged, heard, and thought to have understood. Um, and I look back at Facebook posts that I've liked over the years, and when I read it again now, in this now moment, it's got a whole new meaning that that only has that whole new meaning to me. You know, her out, her output's never changed, but it's my perception, my perspective that has changed. And what I thought I knew then, I know now in a much deeper resonance and a sense of truth for, you know, I've come to see the truth on a whole different level. You know, so when I, when I speak of truth, that's not to say that, you know, um, the alternative is a lie. It isn't. You know, we've all got our own reality of the truth. And the truth, I believe, is, is actually the light frequency that is held throughout the journey. And this journey, I believe, much like the universe that I was questioning its limits, has no end. There are, there are no limits. We are limitless and eternal. So again, when we view ourselves as energy source, then this starts to make sense. Um, and Elizabeth Peru for years has spoken about the new earth and the coming of new age and uh, the new age of Aquarius and so on. And I've spent years listening to her work and her theories and forecasts, but I didn't hear her words, I didn't hear them until April 2020. You know, much like, you know, my father-in-law who's spoken to me for years about chemtrails and the details he could go in and his explanations were so vast. And I heard him, but I didn't really hear him until some point in mid-2020 when someone posted something about chemtrails and I went, holy shit, aha. You, you see, we think we know, but then we really awaken. And that awakening is in your heart chakra. That is when your heart starts to hear instead of your head and the resonance takes on a whole new level. And that awakening continues to emerge deeper and back and deeper and forth. And it literally is like a wave of energy that brings you in and out of different conscious states. Um, one day I'm totally awake and aware and then others I slip back into this denser vibe and experience kind of a lower dark night of the soul sort of expression and then just when you think you can't go any deeper you experience something so profound and enlightening you know that you feel euphoric and untouchable in a really angelic non-egocentrical sense like a white light pure Christed experience that is life holy and so deeply universal and perfect and then all of a sudden you're back to having a shit day how does that work well from one the collective cloud holds all of our collective emotions above us and the entire point of this universal law of understanding happens when we all realise that we are one. You, me, him, her, the dog, the tree, the bus driver, the black guy, the Chinese girl, etc. We are all one giant collective expression of each other in an energetic sense and when we realise this something happens. You realise you love everyone even the narcissists. Yeah, even the narcissists and the shitheads and the chavs. The evildoers, all of them, you know, for they are all part of the game. And that's what helps us to reflect light, to see in the dark and vice versa. And if everyone at the same time kind of all just stood and thought, we are one and we are love, 
well actually if we to be fair if we did that at the same time wow there would be some enormous shift and it might just blow the whole game up with love but you know for now this is why global mass meditations around the world are happening because as riots violent demonstrations and dark forces occur so do the light forces as they balance out the energy fields and you have to have balance right and right now there's an enormous purging of old dark energy so when elizabeth peru spoke of the new earth and you know, my father-in-law spoke of chemtrails and I heard them, but I didn't. And then when I did hear them loud and clear, my frequency raised and I started working the way forward to bring in this new earth frequency. And again, if you're reading this and you're not quite sure, you know, you know you're not quite with me yet, then this isn't going to make sense to you and you'll think I'm mad and that's okay, you know. So I guess what is this new earth then? So what is new earth? you know, is it a place? <laughs> so in 2018, I was inspired by my sister-in-law to complete my degree online while she was doing hers. And I think I had like maybe, um, I'd done three quarters of it and I had a quarter left to go. And where I'd previously studied languages, I thought, you know, I had a calling to do something slightly different and in tune with where I, where I was in that time. So I completed the rest of the credits with philosophy and I started um, the course with a module in self and then with various modules on ethics, knowledge, religion, mind, consciousness, um, politics, etc. And the one I scored the highest marks with and that resonated the most was the module on consciousness. And wow, and wow, oh my gosh, it just blew my mind. And I had often questioned consciousness but never looked at it as deeply as I had done at this during this point of this module and it was back I think it was the back end of 2019 when we did that module and um then when we moved into 2020 and this pandemic hit that was when um when I started doing the theses on politics the last one Ugh. <laughs> I can't bear politics um but anyway yeah it was the last one it was by, by far the, they leave the best till last don't they because it was by far the most triggering the most intense Ugh. um stressful um polarizing um topic to say the least and the question on the essay and this was in May 2020. Well, th that it needed to be handed in in May. So it was through March, April, May that I was doing this one. And the question of the essay for the final thesis was, is political anarchism defensible? Wow. And wow. Again. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, it, there could not have been a better timeline to be answering this question on after experiencing the modules of consciousness and being in the the early stages of a global pandemic, right? That had some very questionable um, influencing factors politically, right? On the world stage, politically. Um, so yeah, that was that was a huge heart and mind opener for me that helped to shift me even higher into this newfound field of enlightenment. But my tutor, um, the tutor that, um, there were various ones, but in particular the one um, on the Consciousness Forum had suggested I read the works of Dolores Cannon. And she has various books, Dolores Cannon, and I've spoken about them previously on other bits and pieces of um, stuff that I've done. But her new her book, New Earth, was one of the things that triggered my understanding and got me to a, see a deeper level of the universal plan 
and it got me to understand why all of a sudden I was asking my husband to only put on space and planet newsfeed updates and why I was starting to see things in terms of energy and frequency and vibration and why I was googling Nikola Tesla and watching YouTube videos about frequency healing and quantum healing and quantum systems and light forces and why my kids were all of a sudden, both of them, both really different kids, but why all of a sudden through lockdown it was like, yeah, let's watch Star Wars on repeat and um, yeah, Jedi forces. Oof. <laughs> uh, yeah, if anybody wants to um, look deeper into the fields of energies and the light and dark forces and um, see what's going on in a political sense during this time, go and watch Go and watch the uh, Star Wars trilogies. They're insanely good. Um, anyway, um, yeah, this just connected all the dots for me. You know, my course, Elizabeth Peru, the guy that had helped me understand my night terrors and energy attacks and the chemtrails, Dolores Cannon and all the many, 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 many links that I could call out and, you know, feature on here and thank for my enlightenment for there have been many. And what I came to realize was that New Earth wasn't a place, it was a frequency. It was a change in how we operate on this Earth plane during a new realm, um, where as a species that's where we're heading, and in order to get there en masse with as many survivors as possible, we need to help each other wake up and unite, pretty much. Um, so. Oh, sorry, let me just let me just drag the dog back in. She's <laughs> goodness me. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, in as much as a straightforward and factual sense as I can possibly explain, Earth as we know it. And again, I stress that this is a fact. It's not some hippie theory or some like dream I had one time. You know, if you want to do the research on this, go ahead. But in a basic explanatory sense, our Earth is magnetic. It travels in a magnetic field of currents that pulls and pushes Earth into different placements within our galactic location, within the solar system, and I'm no expert by any means, but you should know, based on my 39 years of choosing sex over the city, sex in the city over Star Wars, however, that this I have learned, that we are all traveling through a very different and less denser location within the solar system, and that's going to have an impact on how we as humans live on our, our Earth. So our planet is changing, and with that in return, so are we. Uh, so how do we change? You know, what, we awaken. What does that mean? So it means various things. Um, for one, it's an awakening to a new frequency and a new energy field and a lighter, less dense matter of light codes and airflow. Um, and for many, this this just won't be tolerated as the forces and stresses that you know, we've had on our bodies for a number of years now will be too great to weather. So back in 2012 and 2018, when I experienced the bulk of my widespread body pains and anxiety, where I was convinced I was dying and yet no doctor could ever find a medical reason for there was nothing actually physically wrong with me. What I now understand was that these feelings and pains and symptoms and struggles and so on were nothing more than what is otherwise known as ascension symptoms. Um, what are ascension symptoms? So as Earth is ascending, therefore so are we. And ascension symptoms are the changes in our DNA structure and our physical body from a 3D carbon body to a crystalline structure. And again, I'm no expert on this. There are some excellent YouTube channels that can explain this much better. Um, just for example, our everyday lives 
Michael Della Rocca, I think he's called. He has a lot of information on his YouTube channels about um, ascension symptoms and all of what I'm talking about right now. Um, and Elizabeth April, if you really want to get far out and intergalactic, she really, really goes on to um, talk about some stuff there. You know, that's um, that's a pretty intense channel, um, but very, very worth a watch if you've got a big, a big old open mind and um, you're into the far out, weird and wonderful. Um, which, to be honest, we we all should be keep an open mind. Um, but the symptoms that were felt, you know, were widespread body pains, anxiety, head pressure, thirst, extreme tiredness, pains in my eyes, my throat, my chest, legs, dizziness, migraines, my goodness, the migraines have by far been the worst for me, like literally horrible, bedridden migraines that won't just affect my head, you know, they're like um, dizziness and stomach issues with that, abdominal issues, nausea, constipation, diarrhea, loss of appetite, all of these things. Um, that I have experienced and more over the years that no doctor could ever quite explain. But if you think logically, planet Earth enters a new placement of lighter atmospheric pressure and flow and at a faster pace. So this could be considered to be how you might feel if you were put on a roller coaster on a free fall. You're going to experience dizziness, nausea, lightheadedness, etc. Most of my friends wouldn't entertain a conversation about stuff like this you know, planetary issues and, uh, you know, the little beings that we are. We've been so programmed literally to go to work, come home, watch the telly and not think too much about the weird and wonderful, right? Um, and they would much rather the small talk and the chit chat. So if I was to bring any of them up, uh, any of this up to them, they, they, they you know, they eye roll me and they and they do, to be fair. <laughs> they, they give me a hug um, and just kind of laugh it off. But yeah, I get eye-rolled and the conversation changes quickly. Um, you know, but I think we kind of all need to be having these conversations. So here I am, uh, putting it out there. <laughs> Judge as you like, I don't really mind. But you know, so with Earth moving into this new field and us moving with it, um, what about the timing of this all linked to coronavirus? And I know I said at the beginning of this I wasn't going to link it. Um, but as my 11-year-old pointed out, um, Corona Borealis is a constellation in our solar system and the crown chakra which is the Corona chakra is what receives light codes in forms of downloads from the Earth's sun by means of various solar flares that right now are heavily potent and consistent they are directly supporting our ascension and is the very reason for our awakening as a human species effectively so as we as Earth moves direct into higher frequencies so do we some will not make it the transition will be too hard many will leave and the rest will f travel into the new assisting the new and assisting each other as we go um and without wanting to cause too much controversy on this subject and i quieten my voice as i say this though i'm just saying it you know as this is simply an opinion but could it be that coronavirus has got nothing to do with a bat from a Chinese market, um, but everything to do with our receival of certain light frequencies and energies from various planetary magnetic fields and solar flares? Um, and as our awakening, um, you know, as we awaken ourselves and a transition in how we evolve as humans, those that cannot handle the frequencies um, will leave. And some of the biggest symptoms of these shifts in frequencies are breathlessness, shortness of breath, 
chest tightening and so on because the air is less dense and our bodies in particular those of the elderly can't adapt just a theory so anyway i remember in 2013 standing in our old kitchen having what i thought was a heart attack and i was 33 but i couldn't fill up my lungs i couldn't get enough air and the only way to stop this was to lean forwards and fill um and breathe into my back as deeply as i could and i was told because I even think I even think I got, like got an ambulance out thinking I was going to die because it was that bad. And I was told clearly it wasn't a heart attack. It was a panic attack. But I was experiencing zero reasons to panic. And it just came over me. And now I wonder if some of us are just sort of more open to receiving these light codes in this first wave of awakening and the rest will follow on. And I seem to have come out of this now. And since 2019, I haven't really had any issues with anxiety or suffered many of the physical symptoms as I used to do. I mean, I do still experience them. Um, and they tend to occur also, if you know what the Schumann resonance is, um, they seem to sort of link in with whatever funky stuff's happening on the Schumann resonance. But I seem to have acclimatized to the new feels. So, you know, while I'm hearing now my friends and family talking about these same symptoms that I experienced back then, I kind of wish I could explain this to them without rejection or disbelief. But I just don't think that they're ready to see it from this perspective yet. So I'm putting it out there. It's just an opinion. If it resonates, great. If not, absolutely also great. Um, so yeah, I can just be there and hold their hand and hope they manage okay through these shifts. Um, and one of my favorite channels that I know we all resonate together, you know, watching all of my YouTube videos <laughs> on them, there's this, um, I've noticed that a lot of people when the Schumann resonance shifting is happening, that there's a, I mean, some of them are even titled it, holy shift you know big things happening and one day we will all see this too but it's a gentle progression at this stage and the very fact that I'm writing this and saying this both makes me laugh and gives me comfort that if if I can manage through this stress and wonderful weirdness and unpredictable times then we we absolutely all can um so anyway yeah I'm going to finish this by actually talking about the one thing that I wanted to talk about um just bear with a sec I thought it was one of the kids popping in. Um, not that it matters, but um, anyhow, yeah, I wanted to talk about um, something. I wanted to talk about quantum healing. However, the very subject of it is something that needs groundwork to be done um, in the first instance. So that's pretty much why I've explained everything that I've just explained about um, energy fields and forces and... Um, different vibrations and so on because you have to understand that in order to understand quantum healing otherwise it just will not make any sense so yeah um all of the above brought to light aha <laughs> and then the topic of quantum healing um in fairness anything to do with quantum goes over the heads of most myself included still you know I'm still trying to wrap my head around it um however uh, it's seemingly starting to make more and more sense but not not logical sense more like a feeling sense um and I've started to have a breakthrough with not only the concept of quantum technology but the very essence of and workings of quantum tech itself so if I were to say we are quantum tech most would either laugh or they would shrug their shoulders but we are quantum tech our bodies are crystalline forms of the same tech that crystals and computer hard drives 
and the likes of are. Our bodies are self-healing computers of natural proportions. So moving forward as we dismantle old structures of healthcare and replace them with what the eventual means of quantum tech, you know, that, that will become the future. So what does that then mean for the future? So the way I understand quantum healing is that it isn't for everybody yet. So this tech is available now and it has been available for years. However, the old human and the one that we're peeling ourselves away from is yet to evolve to a point where this tech can be of any use. So on paper, this sci-fi ultra-modern tech is so incredible, it's almost too good to be true. And for those that have suffered chronic illness, disease, um, the damages of 3D living to its deepest, darkest, darkest depth, this tech will look like a dream come true. Like, truly. Um, but any quantum system only works with those within its resonance. So it will detect your frequency level and determine whether it can assist you and to what level based on that. It is a system of resonance. It identifies intention and will reject anything and anyone that does not operate from an honest, integral and authentic frequency point. And it will only be able to heal those that have already done the groundwork to heal themselves and raise their frequency enough to respond to the frequency waves it operates from. Okay, so for instance, you spend all day sat on the couch watching low vibe TV, eating McDonald's, smoking cigarettes and drinking alcohol, and then you complain that you're overweight and that you have disease, dis-ease, these high-tech 5D healing technologies are not going to work for you. You need to work on you. You need to work on you. You need to go within and do your inner work. Grounding, healing, trauma-releasing work. You need to do that. Go meet yourself. Go find God within you. Go do the work. As a collective, most of us spend a lot of time wishing the world could be free of disease, hate, evil, cruelty, and all the dark stuff that we've witnessed and know to exist. But what if it could? What if we wish hard enough that we manifest it? It sounds too good to be true, right? To most they'll give up. They'll give up trying and they'll fall back into the trap of the old existence that keeps them locked down in all the very things that we wish didn't exist and the comfort we find ourselves with comfort with low-grade food, cheap and easy entertainment, porn, all the rest. Glued to the boxes with a box of fast food is the very thing we need to step away from. And I get it. I still have days where you know, sometimes, oh, now, now the cat's appeared, <laughs> oh my goodness, you yeah, know, sometimes a cheesy movie and a box of cookies seems like the best thing, but those days are few and far between now, you know, and at the very beginning of this whole chat, I spoke about how my friends and I are vibing on two very different frequency fields right now, they don't understand why I turn down lines of coke at a wedding, or say no to alcohol, and I'm not even sure you know, I've never really been into loose sex with random people. 
Um, but this is a measured and conscious approach to purging trauma in a physical and emotional sense out of my being so that I may be the best version of myself that I can be on the highest timeline. And when I started to choose to live this way, it wasn't at the, it wasn't at the beginning such a conscious decision I just started to make small changes without even really realizing why. You know, and I have my children to thank for that because I have spent their entire lives utterly determined not to do anything foolish or live in any way that could remove me from them when they need me the most, i.e. I didn't want to end up dying of some disease that could have been prevented and my children be motherless. You know, and I know that you could say, well, anyone could get a disease even if they live the healthiest lifestyle and I'm totally that's yeah totally and I'm not saying I'm perfect or that I don't ever order pizza or bliss out in chocolate but we all know by now that alcohol cigarettes and so on are the most harmful things and processed factory foods well they're not even food they're just not good for you there's nothing good in them so just don't go there you know it's more uh, an effort to prevent danger than anything else it's not hard if you want a pizza make your own with whole foods if you want french fries buy an air fryer and some potatoes if you want a drink make a mocktail you know and i stopped using pharmaceutical products a decade ago um that goes for and everything pretty much except i will admit you know when i get an exceptionally bad migraine i might take an ibuprofen but otherwise I am entirely med-free, powered by flowers, <laughs> good supplements, fresh air, daily walks, meditation, essential oils, salt baths, clean water, high vibe foods. I pray, go within, I talk to God. I'm not preaching when I say this, I'm just simply stating that there are alternatives to the mainstream offerings and they're much, much better for you. And once you start to adopt that approach and allow nature back into your life in a deeper sense, so, you know, physically, energetically, spiritually, then you'll naturally raise your vibration and have a better chance of matching the frequencies of any tech or advanced modalities of where we're going. And this is also relative to financial quantum systems and not that I really understand financial setups. I never have, but my take on it is that if you have money in your account, you will only ever spend what is possible to spend based on your vibrational timeline. Greed, theft, laundering, etc will all be a thing of the past it's an equal playing field system where everyone will have what they need and want based on a deeper level of frequency resonance that matches that of the system and in effect we are the system so when you think that you're just an insignificant dot in a far greater universe of matter that that could not be further from the truth you are the universe you are the matter and we're all in this together as cogs in the wheel you know we're all god source energy and the moment we unite and see this as universal truth the system switches and the pyramid flips and one of the things that i've really struggled with the most is seeing this as an absolute but as you know we're still in the beginning days of this shift and we're still being driven by the forces of collective consciousness and within that cloud there's a lot of misrepresentation false flags lies deception and fear and it's so easy to get dragged down and let fear get the better of you and forget that this and everything that is and that is said above is happening and actually there's absolutely nothing that can stop it and there are so many forces at play and it's so multi-layered and you can see the truth all around you. But every now and then, a vortex of fear sucks you back down. 
Dolores Cannon spoke of that, um, that fear will be the one thing to stop people from ascending. And the truth, the universal truth, such as where Earth is moving to and the planetary alignments and conjunctions that assist in our ascension, astrological explanations that delve deeper into the outcomes and events that occur along the way, the sense of knowing and intuitive logic and the energy fields that expand our awareness and understanding. This, on a deeper level, has been one of the many far-out factors that's given me clues and indications towards a new plan for humanity. And in my 41 trips around the sun, only in the last three have I had any sort of clairaudient or clairvoyant experiences, but more and more they're becoming a constant feature to the new me, I guess. Um, I remember four years ago starting to practice yoga with my mum on a really kind of routine schedule. I was trying to help her out of various dis-ease and we were going like four times a week or something to classes. And more and more I started tuning into an energy field where I started having visual downloads um, and uh, kind of more of a remote viewing scenarios playing out where I could see objects and people colors and I wasn't sure if these things that I was seeing were happening were things that had happened in the past or they were happening now or they were premonitions of the future but all three um these visions I don't know I don't know if maybe it was like a timeline type like the um what do you call it you know where time past present and future merge and everything and it was I, I don't know anyway um they're they're kind of more and more happening that they happen more and more now and if I focus my energy now on a specific focal point um I can now start to hear um hear messages as well like audio wise this really only happens when I'm like in a in a deep meditation state at the moment um but I'm starting to receive longer and more detailed downloads of voice messages for instance like this morning when the words microcosm and ethereal came into the forefront of my mind and they might just be words or sometimes a song or sayings or entirely whole sequences but they hold a starting place for discovery or are the answers to questions that I have asked the guides and it's their way of showing me that they're here and these messages and this ability is possible for all of us um, because it's the result of a finer tuned version of yourself in a higher and more connected reality to nature and the higher realms I think um yeah it, I get cracking in my ears when I when I think of things um or when something resonates deeply or I I feel like I've had an aha moment a pop an ear pop um yeah funny and so it's not just about planet earth and our little species that we <laughs> I mean we're all arrogant arrogantly thinking that we're the most advanced intelligent forms of being there are out there and I'm just starting to see that that's so quite the opposite and once you walk on a path of deeper spirituality and simplicity and strip back the old egotistical ways of the hierarchical modern human especially one existing in a western developed sense we see things from a whole new and enlightened perspective you know, some, some talk about the galactic forces, 
like the Pleiadians and the Arcturians that are here to ascend us without us realising and that they're far more advanced than us. And I have looked into this um, and I would tend to agree with a lot of what people have to say, um, but I have not really had any direct involvement or understanding on any other seed races other than that it resonates. Um, but moving forward, I think the old ways of being, yeah, so all kind of weird and wonderful, right? Anyway, I am no longer afraid or apprehensive about sharing this information. I feel I have to. And this morning, you know, I kind of sat pondering my theories on quantum healing and I was desperate to share it with someone. So I thought everything that was going on in my head, I'll just put it out there. And there we go. Um, I'm not sure who I'm sharing this with <laughs> or um, if it will be received at all, but I'm putting it out there to the universe and that's that. Also in a biblical sense, and I don't follow scripture or go to church, but I do believe that God is the source force that is guiding us and that this consciousness that is returning to us is a Christed consciousness of some description. Um, so I do think that when they say the meek shall inherit the earth, I truly do think they meant that as whatever has held us captive in lower dimensional frequencies for so long cannot reach that fifth dimensional frequency of where we are going because their resonance is too low they simply will get left behind or they'll go somewhere else and if you aren't sure what i mean by that then you might have to do your own research on that as it's a topic i don't really feel comfortable talking about um my view is that we need to stand united at this time and pave the way forward rather than um spend time really looking back um it's collapsing as we speak the next decade of our human existence will be an absolute game changer i don't think it will be easy but i do think that it's going to be a huge change um Anyone that thinks at the stage of the game that there's going to be a going back to normal needs to know that that is not ever going to happen. We're not going back to normal, that the normal that we knew. And as far as I'm concerned, that that couldn't that that is better. That that, that couldn't be. Um, it's an absolute blessing and a relief. Um, so stand strong, stay united, operate from your heart space, and focus on love over fear. And if anyone wants some really good movie options, um, I, I only have a couple. I've mentioned Star Wars. Avatar is another great one. Um, kind of relevant um, to what's going on right now. Um, v for Vendetta has been spoken about a lot um, throughout 2020 and this year. Back to the Future, that's also a really good one. <laughs> and do you want to know the best one? And it's no joke. The Care Bears, guys. Honestly. <laughs> the Care Bears so I'm a mum you know I've got two young girls um we, we've we've experienced the Care Bears a lot over over the last recent years but seriously yeah they know anyway I will love you and leave you um but I'm always grateful um to connect with you all and I'm always with you because we get to spend an eternity together so you know where we go one we go all is is a real true thing right um and yeah i any questions that anyone has or any input feel free to share um and lots and lots of love to you all see you on the other side